for the shout out podcast. <laughs> Jay and C Mac yeah. in the house. Dynamic duo. Yeah, man. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we know. I can punch you out. I can kick you down. But if you this my podcast, you know I will knock you out. Oh, yeah. Elbow to the, to the face. Hammer punch to the head. To the head. Talking all things. Shout out podcast number 22. Just Jay and Chris in the house today. Chris, how you feeling, buddy? I feel great. Why didn't you do your... Uh... Oh! What's that... the name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name? Dice, Clay? Oh, I didn't even think of that, to be honest. But uh, yeah, that's clearly who it sounds like. Um, that's his name? Andrew yeah, Andrew Dice, Dice Clay. Clay. Yep. Uh, anyway, obviously, buddy, uh, let's get into it. But maybe uh, coming in with a bit of a McGregor strut after the weekend. Hey, pal. Sure. <laughs> or not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll get into the uh, Muay Thai World Cup. We're in a bit of a, um, maybe a bit of a unique podcast today. We'll do another one here in the next few days because, A, I got to commentate the Muay Thai World Cup, and so I got to see every fight real close. But Chris was obviously working with Jake in the back and, and kind of doing his thing. I assume he saw a couple fights, right? Yep. Yeah. But, uh, and unfortunately, we didn't get to see the one championship all day, all night extravaganza. Caught a couple fights here and there, but. Uh, you caught more of that than I did, so we got a mixed bag here. But hopefully, we can get back in and, and sort of properly break that down. I'd love to talk about the one championship fights more. I just got to watch them. Um, all right, man. Before we get into it, um, <coughs> the weekend this weekend, what do you got going on? Team Watchdogs practice on Saturday, and that's about it. Only a couple left before the two left before the youth championships. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Two Saturdays. I'm gonna take my missus up to Banff and, uh, for her birthday. My son, he's very excited to go swimming in Banff. Uh, moving on. Good. Well done. Looks like it sounds like a fun weekend. Uh, Should be nice, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Finally, eh? Spring's yeah. kind of coming around. Uh, upcoming here. So I just saw the Wayne just before we started this show. Panikos Yusuf fighting Craig Coakley. We've talked about both these guys a few times. Uh, is there anybody else on that fight card worth talking about or for now? Oh, uh, there's a ton. Not that we're not worth talking about, like, but you know what I mean. Muay Thai, or sorry, Muay Thai Grand Prix. There's a ton of uh, UK fights, big right. UK fights on it. Is the Panikos use of Craig Coakley fight a main event? On one of them, I think. It's kind of like a one card. Uh, they have like one. four going on. They have like one Jeez. kickboxing, one Muay Thai, one kickboxing, one Muay Thai. Card or fights? Card. Is that right? Like the one championship thing. Like they had three different cards. Oh goodness, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Panikos use of, uh, um, who do you got? Panikos Yusuf, I think. Yeah. He's super slick, man. I felt like he kind of fell off a little bit. Um, maybe, maybe he kind of touched around a few gyms. You know, that sort of happens. You kind of relearn yourself, relearn some new things, a new system. But uh, I'm going to take Craig Coakley. All right. Um, he's been strength and conditioning lately. Seen yeah. his Instagram, so that is a game changer because I don't think he was really one for that before yeah. this. I think the height and length may cause Panico some issues, but it should be fun. And that where, where's that fight happening? In England. England, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, moving on. April sixteenth. Uh, but again, high level Muay Thai. I don't even know. Do you know what that fight card's called? Uh, no, just Muay Thai Grand Prix. Oh, right, right, Muay Thai yeah. Grand Prix. Right. I'll try to share it as well on our uh, Instagram page. I don't know if it's like Muay Thai Grand Prix four. 
destruction or right something four, like that five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Three, yeah four. man it's crazy so many fights i'll have to look into that april 16th we have the uh, in calgary here the wbc uh youth championships canadian trials and you have two cats fighting yeah oh my goodness oh, it's gonna be sweet i'm excited to just be around muay thai all day it's been yeah. a while since like a tournament like this yeah and and, you know? be, and i feel justified in it too uh uh it's obviously gonna be easter long weekend my family will be up in sherwood Park. well what else is it jay hmm Oh, it's, oh it's your birthday. birthday. So uh, if these kids don't win, they're off the team. That's it. That's what I told Jenna, that if she doesn't win on my birthday, um, good try. Hope you like uh, training elsewhere. Yep. Beat it. It's just how she goes. But uh, it'll be yeah, it'll be fun. I'm curious to just see if there's anything that we don't get to see around here as a comparison is youth. Like, I don't know. Like, we can all kind of compare. If you said uh, who's going to be in the 160, let's say 165-pound weight class, for males, you generally know who it's going to be. 154, 147, 200. Like, you okay, generally know, you, you know what yep. I mean, who's going to be in it. But youth, we have no idea. I have no idea who's good. So, uh, I do have an idea who's good. I, I know two. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, this should be pretty pretty fun. Uh, Kieran was hoping for 60 entrants, and I can uh, confirm that we're over that. I think we're going to closer to like 70. So, that's really good. Maybe more. I thought it was closer to 80. Yeah, it might Last be 80 even, yeah. Um, entrance are uh, still coming in. I think you still have a little bit of time to do that. So if you're a youth or a coach, um, lots of entries, make it happen. Uh, in saying that, uh, two of our people, uh, I'll let you explain a little further, but Tyson was one of them, and uh, the Shadow Podcast was a sponsor of the Muay Thai World Cup on the weekend, and we had Tyson uh, uh, go up and, and sort of present and take pictures. He looked terribly awkward and scared to do it. <laughs> what do I do? He just kept, as I'm trying to commentate, what do I do? Where do I stand? He kept trying to run away. I kept like like a dad scolding his kid. Get over there. Go. <laughs> Go stand over there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, and Tyson, so we had our fun little in-house thing, right? Our, our uh, punch face fight night. And we had Tyson and Evan. Evan trains elsewhere and smaller and all that stuff. But uh, um, I, I don't get to train with Tyson much. He's your guy. Trains at a different gym even than my actual gym. But from what I saw on on uh, on Friday night there, man, that was ultra impressive. And, and I think um, I think if he stays hungry like that, he has a good reason to think he'll have a Team Canada tracksuit. What's your thoughts? I agree. Yeah, how long have you been working with Tyson? How old is he? Eleven now, right? Eleven. Yep. How long has it been? Um, I can't remember. I want to say like six or seven. He started. So good chunk. And uh, his dad. Eight. Sorry. Maybe eight. And his little brother, who's eight, is doing it as well. And the difference, something that, w like you too, when we were coaching, or when I was coaching you fighting, his dad, I just said, wow, man, you know, well job. Tyson looks good. He's doing all the right things. Good Muay Thai young man. And his dad said, listen, I don't have to say anything to him. Yeah. I don't tell him to do anything. He gets up and does it himself, running I've, in the morning. I've never, yeah, I've met an 11-year-old that... Gets up before school and does 3K on the treadmill. Yeah. But, man, he he, uh, he looked really impressive. I, I, uh, I'm I really looking forward to seeing him on April 16th. On the other end, we have a female fighter junior as well, uh, Jenna. And Jenna, how would you say, uh, how long ago would you say Jenna has become, like, competitive? Like, like okay, you know what, I, I think I'd like to kip it, kick it up a notch in Muay Thai. I think it's when we sent out watchdog tryouts. I kind of feel like that, too. Yeah, she, she, uh, she really kind of came into that. Man, she hits hard too. My goodness. When the right hook comes out, <laughs> bleep, bleep, gets knocked out. That's it. Yeah. Watch out for the right hook. Miss right hook. I mean, no. I mean, it's her uh, knee. Yeah, whatever. No, <laughs> no one's. 
Yeah, she's I'm not concerned. Good, good power, yeah. We, she's a tank. Good couple teammates. Um, and obviously, you'll be coaching them on April 16th. Um, obviously, I'll be there too, but you're, you're sort of their, their, their head cat, head coach. So, awesome, man. Good luck. Looking forward to it. I can't wait. I like that I, I finally wait. get to be the second man. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to take the driver's seat. It's nice. I like that part a little bit. <laughs> me too. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're so wound up, it gets me wound up. Like, yep. Ah! Yeah. It's all good. There you go. The most wound up you ever got. Oh, I already where, know what you're going to say. Which way? Uh, it was, I think, in between the first and second round of Matt Special. No. No, no. Okay. Not wound up that way. I mean, just like, just the fight was getting to you. Pre-fight. Uh, New York. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> just your your hand ref. Remember the hand ref? Oh, man, yeah. You were so freaked up. You had two bars here. In New York, man. Two bars across oh, the palm. Oh, yeah, good call. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is this, man? Yeah, man, I just, uh, listen, I, in New York, everything about New York just totally got a hold of me. Even the people, man, East Coast people are just, man, they're, they're not playing around. They're going to tell you what's up. You know, like you always see like that, uh, I think it was Barstool Sports that had that caption. It was like, a, you know, t- you know, a good morning in New York and you could hear these two drivers, hey, go f*** yourself, <laughs> go. <laughs> the horns still haunt me. Oh, it's brutal. But, uh, no, they're on a different beat. Different yeah. rhythm, dude. It's it's a it's, it's a, a crazy rhythm. Hill. New York is a crazy end, and it did, man. It totally got a hold of me. I like seeing mountains. Holy! And I'll tell you what, though, it's a, that's a funny thing that you brought that up. Um, it, I got a little spooked the first time we went there, um, and I swear, I swore to God that would never happen again. Like, like I felt like I was I was kind of taken. Like, oh, holy Jesus! Like, kind of coaching and stuff in New York. Just, oh. Sensory overload, man. I, like, and just yeah, how every, yeah. every everything was happening. Like, oh my god. Um, but I swore at the end of that. I'm like, I, I kind of handled that like a bitch. I'm never gonna yeah. do that again. It, I it, thought I kept my shit together pretty good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. But, but uh, that's good. I hated warming up. So the fights were on the main floor, but we the warm up room was a gymnasium, four floors up. Oh, right. And we had to take an elevator <laughs> down. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, that because you had to do it with an opponent, right? Like, you, had to, you came down together. I can't remember. I don't think so. Because, like, you, your opponent and the team and, like, a commissioner would all be right, in. Yeah, quiet, quiet, weird Very elevator weird. ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other one was, uh, I just getting wound up, Matt Special. I just remember, man, he, uh, although, yeah, man, although although our guy Derek won, man, he, he, he took a good beating from Special until Derek figured out the clinch. And so when I figured out right away that he had no answer for the, your teep, I'm like, oh, this is over. We win. Just don't be stupid. Tip. Yeah, I was pretty excited. Super bond him. <laughs> yeah, we'll Actually, Super Bond, Chris McMillan to him. Oh, there you, that? Go. there you go. You're, you're getting better, Super Bond. Keep going. You're getting yep. better. Um, April 23rd, big fight card uh, in Ireland. We talked about this a little while ago. Uh, uh, John Hud's fighting, is what, Nico Carrillo's fighting. And that hasn't changed. Like, Saxon is still planning on fighting and all that stuff? I think so, yeah. Awesome. Um, there's, there's lots on that. We'll try to break it down a little further. I, I don't have much info, as much info on this as I should. But let's say, um, uh, well, Saxon just just a complete Terminator, and Nico Carrillo, who is on his way there, man, that guy's a savage. Who do you got in this one? I know we talked about this before, but you still feeling the same? Yeah, yeah. Toss up. Yeah, I think Carrillo can catch him early. Nico Carrillo just fought like last weekend or something. Yeah, and he was posting. He's like, yeah, now he's a world ISK ISK world, world champ. Yeah. But he's like, I wanted to go five rounds. I didn't want to knock him out. I'm like so when you're saying that, yeah. And he was dropping him. I yeah. saw highlights of the fight. 
I don't know. Who do, you want to see? who do you want to see Nico Carrillo fight, man? Who, who do you got? Saxon. But okay, okay. But this guy's on the right path, man. Who, who do you? Let's play fantasy matchmaker. You mean a Westerner? Um, no. Let's say two years down the road, three years down the road, when when he's when if he's going on the trajectory, he is. Uh, I can't who, look that far, man. But I'm gonna say a lot can happen in a year, two years. Oh, okay, three like, years, a year, two years. You know, what what are some exciting matchups down the road? For Nathan you? Benden, the other yeah. UK feller. Well, that I I don't think. I think that's coming up soon or should. It has to. Yeah, I agree. And they're talking smack. Yep. Who you got in that one? I don't know. I'll wait till I'll save my judgment for after Saxon. That's true. Good call. Um All right, and then we also have a it's little bit of a big oh, fight. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. It's just such a big fight for him. Saxon and Nico Carrillo, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Saxon, I think. Um but hey, man, if, if Carrillo goes five rounds with him and does okay, yeah, yeah, or pieces him up, it's basically a win. Still loses, yeah, it's a win-win for sure. It is. Yeah, I mean, if it gets stopped right away, well, yeah, whatever. But, but uh, yeah, big big step up. Great fight, interesting fight. Uh, moving on to some boxing, Devin Haney, uh, who, in my opinion, at that around that weight class is probably the most avoided guy. Finally, has a fight with uh, Cambosos, George Cambosos Jr. Uh, in Australia, I uh, hear it was Lomachenko talking. Uh, Ryan Garcia was on the Instagram, which he is and likes to be. But uh, so now he's fighting a bum. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, Ryan or Garcia. Um, yeah, all those guys. They're all around the same, but but yeah, and, and they should all fight each other. But anyway, it landed on Devin Haney and Cambosos Jr. Um, I rode off Cambosos in the last fight versus. Teofimo Lopez and I might even write him off if they do a rematch I think Teofimo was the idiot in that fight just acted totally amateur I'm not really sure what he was thinking there but I hear he got rid of his dad as far as the trainer goes or coach. Oh, yeah. probably the smartest decision but uh, anyway but back to this fight Devin Haney Cambosos who do you got? Uh, Devin Haney yeah I, I mean yeah yeah I, I think so too but uh I always think about, and people keep throwing in our face, the hundreds of rounds that Composos did with Pacquiao sparring. Like, it, I, I guess I'm basing it off the last fight. I don't know. I'm going to say Devin Haney. I think, I think he's unstoppable right now, and he's avoided. Well, um, now he's not. Right. And I George Composos is a thug. I like him. He, me too. Me too. Um, I also like that Devin Haney. So I hear Devin Haney straight up like, oh, like what, what do you want? You want me to wear pink? Done. Uh, I take a 30% pay cut, done. I, I have to fight something, done. Like, he, I guess he just said yes to everything. Let's just do this. Like, fighters fight. Yep, that's it. He just wants to get it done. Um, Sweet. But then there's just all sorts of fun mix-up in there. Uh, so obviously Lomachenko's out because of the whole Ukraine situation. Uh, I know he went to Greece when it first started. Maybe he was starting to maybe train for that fight. I know he's back in the Ukraine now. But uh, I was really kind of hoping to see... Lomachenko versus Devin Haney. Um, Maybe that will happen after all this bullshit is over. True, but I'd also love to see Cambosos versus Lomachenko as well. Maybe that will happen too. Yeah, yeah, a, lot, a couple good fights there. Somebody will be lurking in the dark for after this win. Yeah, I right? mean, I mean, there's lots of uh, um, depending on the weight class, but like your Dennis Ugas, who's fighting Errol Spence Jr. You know, those guys are obviously well, both a little those smaller. guys a little, little smaller, obviously, but but they're both they're all in there chatting. Right, money talks, and you can easily yeah. Well, look at Canelo, guys. Okay, so, Fighting in all the weight classes. Speaking of, the, the, his opponent is huge. 
huge man huge <laughs> dude jesus it's crazy he's eh? got a head on him like yeah. a like jake's deco man that walked out <laughs> hey really quick uh that guy was super nervous to do that is that right eh? yeah i was like so, what's up man and uh, i'm not i don't know so for those who don't he, know it, it was a uh, jake obviously had his fight we'll get into it but but they had a mascot deco construction yeah. no uh windshield repair windshield, those tents you see at that's Super right. Superstore and stuff, yeah. And they had a big mascot there, and, and the was buddy was awesome. nervous, was he? Giant, like, <laughs> looked like uh, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, I could call it, uh, like, a burly, uh, you know, construction woodsman kind of dude. No, it's awesome. And he was nervous, was he? Yeah. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> I know, but, like, just the magnitude. He's probably never, like, sure. fighting and sure. walking out, like... Was, I would imagine getting in and out of that, that ring. a badass entrance, too. Like oh, the, that's true. That's right? True. A lot of people screaming and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Watch your step, kid. Yeah, he was <laughs> came out, he's crushing a drink. Like, get it in you. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Um, also, uh, I hear that, uh, just sticking on the boxing news. Uh, by the way, Errol Spence and your Dennis Hugis, I think is coming up fairly soon here. Um, fun fight. Uh, the cameraman who does all the camera work for the Muay Thai World Cup, Sean Davidoff, check him out on Instagram. He is the cameraman or, or taking pictures down in Errol Spence's camp. Oh, that's pretty cool. It'd be fun to hang. He said he had a pretty cool time hanging around with all those guys. That'd be pretty fun. Now, I have no idea what he looks like. Okay. And in the corner, there was a cameraman next to me that was uh, blocking my field of view. I don't think it was him. And I, okay. But. But I apologize to the cameraman. Get out of the way. Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't mean to push you that hard. He was walking around lots. He, he was wearing a pink shirt at the weigh-ins with the camera, like okay. gimbal kind of thing. But, but, uh. Good, good dude. Nice guy. He also uh, did the few episodes of the Bulldog and Bear Show. Um, great intros, all those things he did. But uh, sweet, yeah. Uh, anyway, just finishing up on the boxing news here. Uh, Usyk, Alexander Usyk, who just defeated Anthony Joshua not long ago, coming up from cruiserweight, is also going to be rematching Anthony Joshua. This guy's Ukrainian. Was in Ukraine. I hear there's some stories. Uh, now I'll give you my opinion on this. Green room. He was in Ukraine. Wasn't in Ukraine. The picture behind him wasn't real. Listen, I got to be real with you. In times of war, all bets are off. I'm not. I'm not holding anything to anyone. Like, I've never been in. I've never even seen a tank move, let alone have to deal with one. So, whether he's in or out of Ukraine, I don't. I don't care. That has nothing to do with me. But like we were talking about before this, um, if he was serving in his country, let him go. To be a Ukrainian figure on the world stage world stage like it means more than him shooting a gun yeah for, in my opinion yeah for i sure i'm sure that's how they see it so uh, uh Yusik was allowed to leave ukraine because they have a thing there you know i can't remember ages 18 to 60 or something have to stay there and fight um but they allowed uh lomachenko and Yusik to leave to train for their fights and which i agree with i mean for like you just said what what Yusik can can provide show to the on a world stage means more than him being there morally not to say he can't go back but yeah but then Lomachenko opted to that's why Devin Haney got this fight opted to stay and fight in Ukraine yeah then on that hand you're boosting the morale of your troops yep because you're that guy that's right right? and Uh, your country still yeah and your country for sure strong as shit so that's it i i just uh that's how i feel your decision is your decision i'm not living that life and i have no idea and i never want to so i mean i'd be just see all these terrible things and i i I can't blame anyone i war is crazy so it is all world leaders should box no flipping joke no joke you want to sort it out 
that's it. Get in the ring. Trudeau, where are you at? I want so everybody would line up to fight well, that course. guy. <laughs> We've all seen his celebrity boxing match and stuff. Whatever yep. he did, wasn't that downtown here at Impact? No, in I Calgary? think I think it was, man. No way. I had no I, idea. I could be. Oh, I, I kind of think you're right. Or he trained there for right, it or right, something. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Or there was just like he was God, in I town and trained it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, Yusuk Joshua. So Yusuk Joshua. Boom. I took Yusuk again. How can you not? Like, I with the you're not fighting for a paycheck anymore. You know, like of course you are, but in 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 the time that he's living right now, what what does money mean? Like your whole everything you know is crumbling because of someone else so how sweet would it be if it was a Russian Joshua's a Russian <laughs> he, th- he probably wouldn't allow that fight to happen oh yeah we'll talk about that too in case there's a riot like what happened in Glory oh, bad, bad or the bad boy uh, um, I'm gonna take Usyk I also think it's too soon for Joshua to change everything that needs to be changed for him to win I hear Eddie Hearn is, is you know he's doing everything he wants that fight he even Turned down something like $25 million to keep this fight. So, Damn. clearly wants it. Um, nothing against Joshua, just everything going on. Go Usyk. Uh, okay. So, that's everything that was sort of up and coming. So, let's let's uh, let's talk about this. Muay Thai World Cup. My goodness. It was... How long were you training with Jake getting ready for this? It, you know, it's been on our radar for a long time. This wasn't a one-night one thing Six weeks-ish. Six weeks. So, you trained now, and you've had, you had a couple different opponent change no just one just right? one just one and we addressed that on the fight card it was supposed to be eric uh eric rocha um but like he's explained just a small medical injury just prevented him from fighting right away so it sounds like july 16th eric rocha versus jake peacock for the 147 wbc welterweight super welterweight do you know uh welterweight just welterweight i think right yeah canadian title um yeah, man. So let's break down the main event here for us. So, so Jake, Jake was fighting Oscar Cordero. So now let's break it down like Jake broke him down. Oh, what? Nice. Hook kicks and body hooks and catches and everything, man. Uh, tell us. Okay, so you got the word that you were fighting Oscar. Tell us what happened from then up until um, fight time. Like what? What changed? What did? What were you guys working on? That kind of stuff. What changed? Um, hmm, slight strategy stuff. I won't give too much because Mr. Eric, you <laughs> sly fox, you. Um, like, was there any dramatic change? Like, okay, now we're not fighting Eric. Here's what we have. Yeah, not do. a ton of dramatic change. Just um, a little bit of range stuff because Eric's shorter than Oscar was. Everyone's shorter than Oscar was. Yes. So um, a ton of low kicks. Some days I didn't wear the late kick pad and I wish I had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one sucked. And um, a ton of body work. Uh, I, I I don't mean to interrupt. I said this to you just about that fight, speaking of leg kicks. Uh, Jake, very impressive with, like, not trying to throw Justin Parsons-style low kicks. Uh, kind of keeping them at, like, 50%, 60% power so they're fast. They're not wound up. And in my opinion, it, it's the ones where you feel the first two or three, four, and you're like, big deal. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh okay, these are these are starting to bother me. That's Jake realized that from his last fight. That's one thing he learned. He's like, man, I was kicking the piss out of his legs, but they weren't wind-ups. They were just, I'm like, yeah, man, those things add up. You don't need to take, and uh, yeah, that's just one thing of the many that he learned from that fight. So you took that into camp? 
Yeah, man. Well, he just did it himself. He just knew. He's like, I got to kick more. Smart. And then um, all most of Oscar's fights on YouTube were uh, orthodox. One fight, he was southpaw. And then like this short little training clip we saw was southpaw. I'm like, okay. Right. So, yep. and, he, and then at the weigh-ins, he lined up southpaw. So you're like, okay. Yeah. We know, but he switched a lot. Obviously, his leg was getting bashed, and he says he was a switcher. I asked him after. Oh, yeah. He does like to switch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Crazy nice guy, by the way. I got to talk yeah, super nice. Yeah, really nice, nice guy. Yeah. It's nice It's nice to share time in the ring with someone like that. Oh, he was a proper Muay Thai feller. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, well, let's go on here a little bit. So, so 10 minutes, the, the, you know, you're winding down your warm-up. Or maybe you're starting warm-up. Any, anything going through your guys' mind? Any, anything weird? Any... You know, just just routine. We're feeling good. How about you? How were you feeling ten minutes out? I was amped up, ready to go. Yeah, but just like my quiet self, I was pacing like I usually do before a fight, right? But we had the whole dressing room, so there was room to like move around and yeah. yeah it was how was the rest? It was how awesome. was the rest of the corner? No, and no disrespect. To, like, was it easy to work with the rest of the corner? Just oh, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, just, yeah Everything was super awesome. We, you know how it is. We've been in corners where. You're trying to be the guy in the lead, but everyone else is so hyped up. You like just want to yell at them. Will you guys shut up? No, Jake would tell his. Yeah, no <laughs> one had to say shut up. Nice, that's good. It was great. So you get out there, entrance, uh, the lights, the graphics, the crowd. What what was it like when you guys were standing out there and he was doing his little back and forth there, getting ready to make the runway? Uh, it was. Were you like? Were you like? Whoa! Holy cow! Look at the people. Was it loud? Were you just like, meh? Let's go. Uh, I was just do. like watching Jake. Like, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. I try to block out the external. I don't need that business in my head. Sure. I have a job to do. Sure. So just like a fight. So I was. I mean, it was it was awesome walking out. It was sure. a lot of fun. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to give me like, was it like I was fighting? Yeah, it totally was. But no, no, we're getting. I don't worry. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, the eyes. <laughs> Come on, man. So we get into the ring. Oh no! And uh, everyone's derobing. Jake's, uh, you know, pacing around in the corners, getting tape and water ready. And there's one man standing like a statue, just burning a hole into the other guy with his eyes. And that would be you, sir. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I liked that. And, and I know there's been a couple of clips, like, you know, get you a corner man the way Jake does, you know, like you're, you're giving him the eyeballs. But uh, listen, man, I'm sitting ringside and... I mean, I know that we do our thing and we've been friends and brothers and all that stuff forever, but I'm just going to look at what catches my eye. And you <laughs> standing there, staring, not blinking at him, was catch- caught my eye, man. Your chin was up. Like, it was like, dude, like, Chris looks like he wants to go here, man. He's he's amped up. Oh, man. But, but hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, okay. And then you go to the center of the ring, and I just love that just sort of like... Like, I hate to say this, but like that shit-eating up-and-down look you give him. It wasn't like a, just look him like a, ugh, look at you. <laughs> Douchebag of the yeah. year award, man. <laughs> Jesus. It was so good. Johnson the Don did it to his opponent, too. Just just a slow, like, just kind of like, ugh, look at you. You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I loved it. Look, man, everyone's up to it. Like, this guy's huge. He's so tall, blah, blah, blah. Kieran at the weigh-ins is saying, you know, he's got muscle. Like, he... So I wanted to size him up. Um, um, so and two quick things on that, and and I thought that what you said yesterday in a passing comment, maybe not, but I thought that was really smart. Is uh, every time me and you have been in the ring, I've always been that guy. Maybe not so obvious trying to eyeball someone, but 
I definitely like, I'm looking at people's, and I've said it in the broadcast, I look at people's stomach. I want, if I can see their pulse, Yeah. It, you know you're nervous. I'm just looking at their shaking, where are their eyes. Well, you know they're nervous, like, but it does, it does, uh, seeing that gives you a boost of confidence right. kind of thing, M- right? Right, right. And, but, and you're looking for any little chink in the yes. armor to give your fighter. Right, right. right. Anything to give him 1% more right. mentally. Exactly. Right before you're going to walk out, right? R- right, right. So, so in saying that, I thought that was really brick awesome brick. yesterday that you said, hey, man, that's like the first time I got to really look at an opponent up and down. Like, what are you actually about? Let me take a good look at you. Because you've always had to be a guy staring him, chin up, eyeball to eyeball. Like, you've always been that guy. Right? Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty intelligent thing to say. It's the first time I've really got to you know, look somebody up and down. Like, what's, what's going on here? I think that's great. That's smart. Yeah, man. Just being that close and seeing his frame and whatnot, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Like... You- those kicks, man, you got to, like, when they're landing, and I know what kind of body it's coming from. Right. Yeah. Right. It's hard to describe. Yeah. No, I got you. I, mean, I got you. you know. um, I also think it's cool. I also think the whole stare, the stare thing, the eyes up and down thing. That's <laughs> too much. It's too much. No, it, it, it's clearly somebody who's a fighter. You've been a fighter. You know what it's like, and it's an intense situation. Like, I think that's pretty, I think that's what it showed. Like, Oh, well. Anyways. No, 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 no. Hold on. Jake did awesome and smashed him. So. I just think it demonstrated, and I think that's why that guy wrote that is, or whoever wrote that is, it, it just you know get a corner man like it just demonstrates you know you're a fighter, you know what it takes, and it was the same attitude. So, well, hey, look back to the fight I had. Jake was in our corner. Uh, he was just as wound up, man. He um, he pushed the guy for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He, uh, we were talking on that story of the me staring and whatever, and then. He sent me his clip. He said, hey, Chris, I just sent, his wife just sent me this. And it was, yeah, the guy elbowed me after the bell and him coming up and shoving him and saying, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you got that's my it. back, I got yours. That's it. That's, that's a good teammate, man. And, and again, it all comes down to high competitive fighting, spending time. Anyway, I, I thought it was, uh, I know you're, you feel weird about it, but I thought it was cool. Great to see. Love, love seeing a corner man who is like that. It's hey, good. man, don't even watch me. Watch Jake, man. Jake's staring at his soul, too, like, and just smirking <laughs> at him. Very little true, wink at the man. end. I'm like, <laughs> So, yeah, man. But um, the guy didn't break. He was giving him right back to Jake. That's another thing no one else knows about because they didn't see, but besides Jake. But he was staring into Jake's eyes, too. Is that right? Hey, yeah, I man. He was giving was it back. It was good. Awesome. He's legit. So, um, good on Jake, man. He broke that guy down like properly. I, 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 I have Smart. no problem saying, and I admit, I thought Jake was going to get too excited. I thought he was going to get too excited and make silly, not mistakes that would cost him, but but just mistakes. And I thought he showed great composure and sure maturity. Did. Yep. Did great, man. That, that was a great performance. Um, but as a coach. And see how loose he was in that short little clip of him stopping the guy. The guy caught his leg, great balance, and even got that little inside hook thing, got out of it, landed through a punch. Yep. And then it got finished. Yep. Yep. Um, it's You don't do that when you're all amped up. Like, right. Yeah. yeah that you're just fluid thinking on the spot thing so in the zone man yeah that was really impressive i i did think if i had any any coaching advice for jake it, it's uh, i definitely saw shades of um when he fought that other tall guy's last fight uh i did see cordero's corner say lift start lifting the knee up high to block the body kick and start tipping him over and i i did notice jake started showing shades of that last what, what i see is he he starts to make the distance too big like w- he was a little unsure so he'll cr- create more distance uh, as, as he sort of dances side to side but 
quickly figured that out real quick. Yeah, got a couple of tips and yep, sat on his said ass a few times. No more of those. Right. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and from a uh, I guess a, again a trainer coaching point of view, very very smart compared to the last fight. You, you just kept trying the same game plan that wasn't working, and you changed it this time. Brilliant, man. That's how it goes. So mm-hmm. very impressive. Uh, at what point did you know this was over? This fight. Jake won third round. Third round. Third After round. The first you. knockdown from the low kick. Yeah. Yeah. So he went one, and I'm like, okay, he'll get him again. And after he got him, I like looked at Scott. And I'm like, one more. He'll take one more. He's gonna get it from this. He'll take one more. Yeah. And then it happened. Yeah, you can hear on the clip Scott McKenzie yelling, "One, one more, more, just one more." Um, I'm sure we feel the same. Just once, a matter of time. Yeah. Once you get dropped from one, it's it's over. Um, it's hard to defend. It is, and then it and then you, it takes away your focus. Now your whole focus is don't get hit instead of beat up the other guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't get damaged. Um. I thought from so when when Jake missed his right kick and came back with the heel like a low hook kick Andy Hook style, um, it landed good and clean. And I th- I thought I literally on the broadcast was like I bet that hurt. And right as I finished that next low kick down he goes. It landed pretty good. Real good. I I I don't know. I'm just guessing. If I had to guess, although I agree the accumulative low kicks did some damage. Uh, I think that was the one that was like okay. Like I think that was the one and then. <laughs> you son of a bitch, that's a cheeky little move, man. That was great, man, great. He also did it with his heel, a la Jason Jelaine back in the day in the clinch. Started, uh, he was... On his bu- calf or his Yeah, bucking uh, him with his quad. heel, yeah. I- I'm not sure, either way, calf or quad, brilliant. That's I was screaming at him to knee that. It was after the first knockdown yeah, there in the clinch. I'm like, knee that thing, man, knee yep. that leg. Yeah, he sure did, man. Smart, man, smart. Smart, good Good job coaching, good job fighting. Uh, that was your main event, so, and it sounds like July 16th, Eric Rocha, who was my broadcast partner there. I had a good time, man. Thanks for doing that for me, or with me. And uh, Eric Rocha and Jake Peacock. And then, I'm assuming you'll be in the corner. Yep, and that's four days away from my birthday, so. Oh, Jake, you're off the team, bro. Yep. If you don't get a belt. Yep. Uh, in the semi-main event, we had uh, Zach Many Wounds from the Sutina Nation versus Justin Parsons from uh, St. John's. I didn't see it. It was right before Jake, obviously, so I know what happened, and I hope. He has a quick recovery. Go yeah. ahead. I, I'm not sure of the extent of, of damage, but uh, here's what I can tell you. When I was in here Thursday working with Justin, so Justin came to my gym and, and uh, you know, just hit pads. Didn't have, His coach wasn't here. Um, I noticed he had unusually hard kicks, like compared to everything else he did. Like, man, this guy's can fling his leg around. And we also saw versus Fitzpatrick that uh, he, you could see Fitzpatrick was like, oh, boy, I got to deal with these low kicks here. Um, so they were quite heavy. So I definitely noticed that Zach... Um, Justin did a good job of using his left leg to the rear leg. Doesn't happen very often. Doesn't get defended often. And uh, that leg usually gets tendered pretty easy because it doesn't get hit very often. Uh, but Zach wasn't blocking any of those. And uh, I, I can't remember which round it was. But I, I, I heard Trevor and, and Justin like, hey, man, he's not, he's not blocking those. Start really putting him in. And uh, there was one where I saw Zach fell. So I don't know if this is where the initial knee injury happened. I'm assuming it's a knee injury. He fell and made a face. He grimaced in pain, immediately got rid of it, stood back up. And then you could just see Justin just like take two, three steps back, man. And you're like, oh, no. And although although Zach tried to block it. It's a free kick in soccer. And not only was it a free kick, but Zach blocked it a little too early. And so he actually put his leg down and then ate Uh. the kick. Yeah, yeah. So he, it was also timed from Justin's point of view, the best time possible to throw that kick. 
and uh, and he was laying on the ground screaming for minutes, man, screaming for minutes in pain. Like I've I've never seen that before. I, I was I was a little shook by it. Justin celebrating as he should be, man. That was a big win for him. But but uh, again, I always talk about this. It's crazy how I'm living. Me, Justin, I'm in the ring too. Me, Justin Parsons, and Zach are all living the exact same moment at the exact same time. Three different crazy ways. Right, and three very different stories. So crazy, man. Uh, Zach, that was your retirement fight. It broke my heart to see you have to go out like that, and I, I wish you nothing but the best and quick recovery, man. That's that's a tough yeah. way to lose, period. Or, or win, for that matter. Tough way to be in sports. Um, Justin won, yeah, I think, I think second round, third round TKO, I can't remember as well. But uh, good job, Justin. Good job, Zach. Up to that point, that was a fun fight. Uh, only title fight on the card, WBC Canadian Super Featherweight title, Aaron Wilson versus Hanny Sam. Hanny from Ajax MMA. Again, didn't see. That was, was a fun one. Um, Aaron Wilson, very boxing heavy. And again, on the broadcast, you can hear me saying, like, he wants to get chest to chest before he wants to fire anything. Like, he wants to get real close to you before he wants to fire. Very a little unusual. And Hanny... Uh, did not hit nearly as hard as Aaron, but was on him the whole time and got rocked. Like he wasn't throwing bows, hey? No. If neither. he was getting that close and not clinching, kneeing or elbowing, like, like if I had to say, no knees, no elbows, and three kicks. The rest all was hands. Punches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, boxing style, or was it still like? It was a boxing. It wasn't very Thai style okay. looking. Very boxingish. Uh, boxing style. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Do yeah, you think if uh, Hanny? implemented just elbows alone it would have been a game changer if he no. was coming in that close no because now that i'm thinking about it i wonder if aaron wanted him to go first maybe that's why he wanted him so close okay he could definitely punch harder so i would say um stay away from the elbows i would say don't let him get that close you know te- yeah, good knees and he had he, he he took an eight count aaron can punch hard man to the body and the head and he had hanny like like on ice skates for uh, a good couple or one round five for sure, maybe including round four. But that guy didn't give up, man. As he's stumbling around, kept firing, kept firing, kept firing. Super impressive. Nice. Good on him. Yeah, yeah. Fun fight, that one. Um, Kyle Messenger versus Abdul Haddad. Uh, so, again, we heard Kyle talk about all this on the broadcast. We tried to bring our podcast. We tried to bring him on today. Just work schedule couldn't make it happen. But we'll have Kyle on here, and we can he can break down his fight for us. Uh, did you catch this fight? Again, that's when we started. Okay, no yeah. worries, no worries. Um, so, um, Kyle, you're gonna hear this. So, I, I uh, if I had to guess, I would say um, at the end of the fight, I thought Kyle lost. Not to say you, I, I, like it was so close again, kind of like the Eric fight. I, it, I again thought it probably came down to the final round, except I think round three made the difference. Um, I thought Kyle won round one and two, and. I thought uh, Abdu won four and five, and so I suppose three would be the decider, kind of. But but I could see how somebody would give it one or two, Kyle, three, four, Abdu, and then five be the decider. Like, three was when the tie changed. Uh, I thought Kyle looked a little more tired round with sort of four or five than normal. But, dude, his his clinch was, like, relentless. Like... These guys had a wiener measuring contest in the clinch. Like, they were both using lots of muscle. Lots of it. Um, fun fight, man. Both guys have interesting skill sets. Um, I don't know if Abdu got cut. Yeah, they both got cut. Did Abdu try to keep distance at all? Yeah. Or he it, welcomed it. He, he, he definitely tried to keep distance a little bit, but 
I wouldn't say welcomed the clinch, but was okay with it. But rounds four or five wanted the clinch and outscored Kyle, which you don't hear very often. Um, like doubling up right knees, that kind of thing. Uh, um, so I'm not, I'm not sure. I'd, and I'd love to talk to Kyle. I'd love to know sort of the game plan, how it went round to round, and we will. We'll get him on. Great fight. Uh, I, I, and again, in the, in the ring afterwards, I just had to ask Kyle, like, how do you want to keep doing this, man? Every fight you're in is just a war, an absolute battle of will. Like, forget about the other guy. <laughs> Goddamn. But like you said, man, that's, that's the fight he, he looks for. Uh, man, fun fight. I'd love to see those guys get after it again. I'd love to see Abdu fight Eric. I mean, Eric said he, he had personal interest in that fight. I'm sure those guys are looking at Jake as well. Like, there's a lot of fun matchups in there, man. Good ones. Um, let me tell you, um, I, I said to Jake, and, and I think this is Jake in a nutshell, in that post-fight interview, you have bigger fish to fry close at home, and he immediately just grabbed that microphone. Like, Where's that fish? I want him right now. Like, I know he's playing around, but that's Jake, man. Like, like, I know it was awesome. Right? Yeah, that was a good way to say it, right? Good. You know, Where's that fish? Yeah, you can tell. I don't care who it is. Bring them. Like, man, fun. There's a couple good, good fun, fun fights yeah, in that man, division. I'm super jazzed. And I like Kyle. I like him as a person and as a fighter, man. I was, I was happy as a buddy to see him win, and you know, he was excited to see that. So was Justin, man. Yeah, the relief, man. the relief on their face when you, that exact moment. And I'm sure you've been there. Nothing feels better than a win when you know all that bullshit that you just went through for the last six, four weeks was worth it. Nothing feels better, right? Because you know how many times you question it, and then when your hand is up, it's crazy. Sometimes you're so frigged up and tired or whatever. Like they call your name, raise your hand, and it takes you a second. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all over. Um, or if you're like so close and like, right, you kind of doubt sure. yourself yeah. as your arms going up. Like, is that my hand going up? You feel your knees buckle. You almost fall to the floor. Yes. Um, to open up the pro card, we had uh, Quinn Waslick versus uh, Tyson Green rematch. Waslick. Waslick. You'll get it one day. Uh, hey, listen. The last time you just said pick one, so I did. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got. <laughs> all right. Uh, versus Tyson Green. So these guys fought as amateurs. Obviously, he's a pro. Did you get? So did you catch this one? Yeah. So. Okay. Um, you know, Jake was like shadow boxing, doing his thing, getting warmed up, and I'd run out, watch, quickly run back in, give him an update. That's, okay, that's Jake's boy. He, oh, right, I'm right. sure Jake was just dying not being in the corner, but um, dude, Quinn looked awesome. Sure did, sure did, man. He was putting some nice stuff together. He was controlling the clinch, yeah, which was new. Opened up a hell of a cut on Tyson's forehead. He got cut too. Yeah, he sure. Yeah, did. they traded some good ones and. uh yeah, round one was pretty relaxed, back and forth, and then Quinn just took over two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Quinn, for starting his pro career, man, had a couple good tough fights. Tyson, tall, long, lean guy. Uh, Andrew Lewis, you know, you fought. I mean, he had a long time up, but that's a proper Thai, thai guy. Uh, Quinn did all that too with three limbs. Okay. You watch. Yeah, you, did you notice being the? I didn't. He didn't throw a left kick. What's going on there? What happened? Injury, obviously? I was just a little bummed up foot, but... Hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't notice. So, I don't think those guys threw too many kicks, period, actually. Uh, Quinn hammered his leg. Or maybe I can barely remember. Bro, I was I was sitting at that table for like 11 hours. No, I know. As it's, <laughs> I, yeah, last time I commented with you, like, that just... That's all blur. Yeah. yeah when you're so, blur. like... Uh, you have to go back and watch, but... I was really impressed with how well... Uh, clearly, Tyson's been training some boxing, man. His, uh... Yeah, he's got a nice snappy hook, hey? And not only that, but his his head movement is pinpoint perfect, man. Like he's he's dodging punches with no extra fat. 
Like he's yeah. just just missing. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I was really impressed. I mean, of course you're going to get better, but no disrespect to Tyson, but he's not getting younger. And so I I, I sort of expected that to show. But geez, man, I would he that was the best I've ever seen him. Like, I I wish that Quinn showed up when you. I mean, I'm sorry, that Tyson showed up when you fought him. I, mean, I know that was a long time ago, and you grow, but but he he looked really good. Um, I saw Quinn stand up on the ropes there. Call him for it. I, he wants Cody, hey? He wants that. Oh, no. Is, oh, is Cody... Jones? That would be Cody. Because he's still the champ. He's not stripped. I haven't heard anything. I okay. will assume he is still the champ. Yeah, I so, guess we would have heard. Did he do that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He stood up in the corner. Yeah, yeah I'd love to see I him and Cody Jerome, bad. man. Yeah, yeah. I, I said when Quinn turned pro, I don't think he was ready for that fight. In, in terms of winning, experience-wise and stuff, yes. I changed my mind. Uh, he can win that fight. Will he? I don't know. Cody's... That's a, that's a hard style to deal with. But Cody did fight down in U.S. Brian Del Rosario, mm-hmm. and uh, he got pieced up, man. Um, it was a good, good, clean fight. But but if anything, go watch that fight. You know, it's a, that that extreme cardio style can be can be tough to deal with. Quinn had some nice sweeps in the clinch. Definitely did, man. Yeah. Yeah, his clinch was on fire. It really was. Um, and use use smarts. And uh, I know Eric has said that too. He, Eric Rocha was in the broadcast. Like he's starting stopped using so much muscle, starting to use his brains, and it really showed. Yeah, that looked great, man. Look great. Uh, congrats, Quinn and Tyson. Wozlik looked awesome. Wozlik. Wozlik. Wozlik is what I said. Um, Mike Wazowski. Woz. Mike Wazowski. That's how you could say Woz. Wozlik. Wozowski. No, Wozlik. Woz. Yeah, but Woz. isn't it Mike Wozowski? Was it? I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're not making it easier. Trying to get. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help you, but it wasn't. All right. Uh, let's move on to the uh, 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 so the amateur card, the main event, uh, Johnson Garzon versus Bradley Pelos. Uh, man, good good fun fight. These guys are 118 pounds. Pelos definitely had some height on him. Good Muay Thai style. What do you think of this fight? I think I caught three rounds of it. Um, it was a good fight. Pelos did a it's, phenomenal job not letting him in. Yeah, he you could tell that he did not want him in his kitchen and shut Johnson's little in and out down pretty good. Yeah, you know that uh, I know we've ta- we brought uh, brushed on it uh, a previous podcast. You know that skipping move that's become popular, that sort of skipping move that Haggerty does before he elbows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnson, like if it it looked like he had to do that, or felt like he thought he had to do that to mount any offense, but like every time, and Pelos wasn't having it, just just didn't let him in. I also thought compared to the last fight we saw with Garzon, he threw lots of straight punches, and I saw next to none. In this one, it was all overhands and hooks. Um, yeah, he probably was struggling with the height. The height, Unless yeah. that guy, every time he came in straight, was countering with something that I was missing. And Pelos did a, had a great long tie guard. It's mm-hmm. hard to fit in a one-two, you know, with that proper elbows out in front, arm arm guard. So, yeah. great fight. Uh, uh, I saw Johnson just hanging out afterwards, smile on his face, great kid, feeling good, looking forward to the next one. Yeah, he was he's a good kid. He probably needed that fight. Yeah, Hopefully I'd love to see him a lot. fight for like an amateur world title or something. Um, I'd like to see him before he turns pro, takes, get some brass. Go fight in Iowa. I think he already has. Has he? Yeah, I think I was there actually. Yeah, I was. But uh, I, I, I'd love to see that guy. Definitely he's going the right direction. Uh, a couple others on the undercard here. Uh, Jarek Section versus Jason Davis. Team Smanage versus WTM. I did not see that one. Uh, but I could tell you. Sharing the locker room with Team Spanish. Jarek hit so freaking hard. Hard. He was sitting body hooks into Trevor on the belly pad, and Trevor's like, Fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> Holy, does he hit hard. Uh, I said on the, I didn't know how to say it on the broadcast, but like, 
like his right hand cause as i seen him hit pads too like causes car crashes like worse than a car crash does like holy cow yeah, man he's just yeah raw power he reminds me of chong lee from bloodsport <laughs> <laughs> just just built like a like monster um jason davis looked really good man uh the pace he put on jerick i think made the difference i felt like jerick slowed down started single shooting overhands uh just got tired mm. i don't know if it was a, a weight cut or jason just had a hell of a pace good elbows um good good fight uh man jason jason from wtm re really impressed good 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 fight that was 165 pounds um deval garvey versus zach camfield did you catch this one uh, back and forth. So Duvall training out of Dunamis, uh, obviously from where did he train before? K West, Winnipeg, yeah, yeah, Winnipeg. Know. But but obviously been here now a few years under uh, Dunamis. Um, I think just like a year ish. Okay, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good. Good. Maybe piece. more. He's fun to watch. Just such a smooth cat. Just such a smooth operator. I like him. However, I felt like he was a little too smooth operator in the ring and almost gave away a win. Uh, I think he won by split, and I, I just—I don't know if he was hurt or anything. I don't know, right? You're just guessing as you're watching, but it felt like he was just content, just touching him up, and you know, just not not doing what he needed to do to make sure everybody knew he was winning. Uh -huh. That's what I thought. Still, great technique, looked good. Um, I, I thought I felt like now his opponent was quite strong as well. Don't get me wrong, but I felt like Duvall could have really sort of turned it up a gear. Um. Whatever. Good, good clean win. Barely looked like he broke a sweat. So, look yeah, at he's, he seems like he's having fun all yeah. the time. Yeah, always smiling. Yeah. 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 Um, Elise Keck versus Danielle Latini from Loyalist Martial Arts. Where is Loyalist? Do you know? I've Ontario, never heard of I believe. Yeah. Uh, did you catch this one? I did not. Elisa Keck, um, training out of Elite. She she won this fight. I, I know. I said watch out for her. I didn't think she should have. last podcast. She should have won? I don't think so. I mean, whatever. Who cares? But... But uh, I, I, it was a good close fight. I even think if you look at the replay or whatever, you can see she was a little surprised that she won. Yeah, she did. Uh, she had some pretty good height on the girl, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but Danielle Lentini, I thought won that fight. That was a good fun fight, though. Elisa Keck for being brand new to this, fairly brand new, and the sky's the limit. I mean, obviously you said that too. You see that, man. But uh, that was that was a good fun fight, and uh, I expect to see a lot from Elisa. She looked great. Uh, both both ladies looked awesome. Um, Abdul Wafar versus Connor Funk. <laughs> that dude was chucking heat. Yeah, yeah. I was like, um, you can't sustain this. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think I even said that. It, that requires a special gas tank. He was chucking heat, man. No regard for defense. Just <laughs> like clearly, just an, like an animal who wants yeah. to hit. Versus an MMA. Clearly an MMA style guy, yep. but he had some. Did you see that cheeky backup uppercut? Yes, he's got a good. Right that was uppercut. nice. Yep, he, he threw a few of those. But it's hard to deal with that pace and the power that guy was bringing. Right, when, not necessarily a high pace, but like when he went, he went. Right, yeah, that, you're not. You got to get out of the way. If you stand, he's gonna run you over. That was. Uh, I heard his foot too, real bad. Looked like he was on crutches after. Oh that yeah, fight. he was limping around good with his Naruto jacket. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah. I didn't know. One of the guys is funny. He came up and gave him a broom to lean on. It's like, quit walking around, man. Here's a broom to lead <laughs> yeah, and just go sit down. Um, that was a, that was a hell of a fight, man. Yeah, he was kicking out his leg. Yeah, right? yeah, lots of dumps. Going too. for sweeps and dumps. He didn't care what he kicked. So yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, Gary Tomey versus Jason Drees. Uh, now, I, I heard now Gary. I thought was in the driver's seat. Fairly good, good fight. 
uh, pretty pretty good good win. But uh, I hear you told me he had to get carted away or something. No. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. My fault. Somebody, I thought maybe somebody said he looked fine and something happened and he had to leave. No, he okay. actually came back to the that guy, Spanish Gary? guy. Yeah. Beard, right? Yep. Yeah, Gary told me he came back and was like, I don't think that guy touched my face once. <laughs> They're like, all right. <laughs> That's a oh, win, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah he looked good. Uh, uh, I've seen him fight. I'll do a lot of continuous tournaments. Uh, yeah, he's... That's awesome, man, to have that. Yeah, that's the way to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And it showed. Uh, and beautiful, that picture of the floating around that his jump knee. That picture perfect, too. Beautiful. To open up the show, uh, Sean Newberry versus Braden Rice. Now, dude, this could be a, a main event on maybe a not-so-big show. And they, they opened it up. Uh, did you catch it, Sean Newberry? I did. Uh, Two uh, very large fellas. Yeah. I can't believe Braden's like six seven. Six foot seven. Um, That's a big boy. I, I Yeah, I said it on the broadcast, and you we train this, and you're very good at it. He needs to use that that jab, the teep, and the fakes more. He, he doesn't do that. He Braden? Needs to be, yeah. He needs to be faking the jab to the teep, faking the teep to the jab. He should watch... He should try and emulate like Semi Schultz or something. Semi, oh, good call. I'm like, who the hell's that? Oh, there is Semi Schultz used to drop people because his jab, jab was yep. coming down. Right, Teep from the jab. yeah, the yep. lift of the knee, you drop your weight. Yeah, good so. call. Good call, man. That's a good call on that. Um, uh, but still, very. That was a good fight. Now, I don't know if there's any injury to Sean Newberry, but speaking from a guy who's had a broken orbital, um, when Braden landed that one elbow, his face immediately got knotted up. And uh, Sean immediately backed up for pretty much the rest of the fight. So I, I think it was more for like a round and a half. He had to sh- he had to shake that one off. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if there's that a was a cheeky there. little elbow to the eye, man. And very smart. Very, from tight. Yeah. Um, but again, so tall, it's probably getting some momentum coming down like that, right? And for those who don't know, el- those elbow pads are a false sense of protection, man. They don't they don't do much. They uh, I-, I guess they cause slight. Less injury, but or cut, I guess. But I man. think they cut. Worse, you think? Uh, maybe not worse, but not any better. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. You're with or without, you're going to get cut. Yeah. Because yeah. they slide, right? Like Sure, they're abrasive, right? They'll catch your skin. They're abrasive. Yeah. They're... I literally had a waffle print. So if you think of like, for those listeners, yeah. if you look at a t-shirt, that your your pattern t-shirt, I was getting some Cairo done, and Buddy was working on my neck looking down, and he's like, hey, well, why is there like a waffle uh, print on your forehead? I got elbowed from Liam, old school Liam. Shout out to you. And it, yeah, like left a waffle print on my okay. forehead. He um, liked to elbow. He cut Ryan. Remember he cut Ryan? Yeah, open? that's right. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> dick. <laughs> um, anyway, so that that's uh, how the show went. Uh, Sean Newberry won by split decision. Quite a few split decisions this show. Um, we were supposed to have a world title fight with Mark McKinnon and uh, obviously the title fight with Jake. So it, it sucks that those were taken away. But the, it's atmosphere, a lie. the atmosphere, hey? Yeah, man, it's it was just awesome to be around. Like a, I guess I never really thought about that till like a couple of days ago. But you, holy shit, I'm in a place with screaming people. Right, it was electric. I mean, I've been to Scotland and stuff, but th- those were way bigger. Right, and it certainly helps having um, elevated seating, like stadium seating. Yeah, yeah, it does. So it's just awesome. Yep, the atmosphere was great. It was nice to have people back. It was, I mean, uh, uh, Roji, old school Roji. Yeah, he came up. Yeah, good to see him. Yeah, shout out to you, Roji. Um, It was, it was, I just love being around my people, you know, the Muay Thai community. Yeah, so fun. What I was really impressed with is um, during the fight, it was fairly quiet. Yeah, you were saying that. Uh, Which tells me it's an educated crowd. Right. Not just screaming assholes 
Kick him out. Knock him out. Obviously, they got crazy when stuff happened, which you should. But it was like, you know, if they were just squaring off, it was. Right, you can hear the feet sliding on the mats and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, it was great. Yeah, great, great, awesome. So the next one, obviously, will be uh, July 16th for the next Muay Thai World Cup. Um, before we move on though, I didn't, so kind of on the, on the opposite end we talked about, I didn't get to watch a lot of one fights. I will, and I'm happy to break them down. Um, let's talk. Talk. Sorry guys, just checking the time. I don't want to get too long here. Um, let's talk about some of these. So I, I, before we talk about any, I have to say I predicted John Wayne Parr to lose and I predicted, uh, Rod Tang to lose. And I think there was one more, but those, especially those two, it made me sick to, to predict against them. And then I also, literally during the podcast, you were like, no, they're going to win my first round knock. And I'm like, shit, did I screw up? Did I screw up? I was a little worried. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. And listen, thank God, I would have felt so bad and everybody should slap me in the head if I got those ones wrong. Like, like especially John Wayne Parr. Like, I would have felt so bad if I predicted he lose and he won. I, I didn't watch it. I will. He's my favorite fighter of all time. I honestly, I've I've watched bits and pieces, but not a fight in full since he lost to Toby Smith. Yeah, I hear ya. When he got his orbital shattered. Is that orbital because it sort shattered. of feel like the king lost his crown a bit? Well, yeah, like yeah. the the that was like the passing of the torch really for Australian Muay Thai. Like, um, Toby Smith went on to well, he's coming up fighting. He's fighting Commander. coming up, but yeah. um. He kind of slowed down his pace. Yeah, I don't know personal things or whatever. Whatever happened over sure, there in life, Australia, but and then, uh, he uh, slowed down and didn't fight as often. Cosmo gave it to him pretty good. To Toby Smith? No, to Joey Parr. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But Just, that was after, though, right? Yeah, after yeah. I. Uh, yeah, me too. I hear you. I'm not. Uh, that's my hero. I don't want to see that. I hear you. you know, it's kind of like season seven of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> you don't don't watch past season seven, bro. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> It, yeah, man. Um, I sent him a message, just a voice message uh, at the end of it. Uh, literally. Voice message, eh? Yeah, you. tears flowing down my face. I'm, I'm so bad at writing things. I just want to say it. Just like, hey, man, I just, I, I was just so privileged that I got to live through the John Wayne Parr era. And I know 100 wins means more to you than anyone else in the world. It means nothing to me. It means nothing. I don't care. You, you, everything you've done for Muay Thai and what you've done for me and for my Muay Thai is everything I need from you. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I got a message back. Yes. He replies, man. He's a yeah. good dude. That's yeah. another thing you got to love about him. Yes. He's yeah. always smiling and like. A fanboy with other fighters, you know, like he, he looks like a geek with other fighters. Like, yeah, I'm beside John Wayne Parr, you know, George St. Pierre. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, it's John Wayne Parr. Right. And he's the other way. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to still see that, but, that humbleness. Yeah. I. Yeah. He, uh, He's been retired for years in my books. I hear you. John Wayne Parr, you are royalty. Yep. And will be that way forever. Um, I also want to quickly mention that, according to you, sir, I have it in text. I was the first one in Canada to own a Team Boonshu shirt. So, no big deal. Um, I suppose technically... He's that- pumping tires, man. Nope. No, he wasn't. Come on. Nope. You don't think Tony Matterhorn had one? Nope. He had it after. Yeah? Yep. Yep. Come on. I promise. I promise. Actually, t- to be honest with you, I suppose that would be Katie. That would be the one who owned it first because she bought them. So, I suppose technically, I'll give it to Katie. I retired my boon shoe shorts. Those are going to go on the wall one day. But if so facto, John Wayne Parr said, I am, so therefore I am. Okay, whatever. Okay, there we go. Rod Tang. Rod Tang versus Demetrius Johnson. Wait, uh, hold on. Oh, one more thing about John Wayne Parr. I'm sorry. Katie got a picture of him. He 
customized an autograph for me. It said, hey, Chris, keep busting heads. And that shit got me going for the next fight, man. Is that right? Yeah, keep busting heads, Chris. Nice. John Wayne Parr. So I was what like, fight was that for? Uh, 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 uh. I don't remember. But I was like, <laughs> John Wayne Parr told me to keep busting heads. Yeah, I was pissed you got an autograph picture and I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't say enough cool things. And, and, uh, to be honest, as I'm getting a little older and, and stuff and not really sure what I would like to do with my, mo- my, uh, martial arts self, I think I'd love to save some money and go take privates from these kind of people, travel a little bit and go take privates from these people I look up to so much. So I'm going to try to make that a goal. Yeah. Getting to Australia is kind of a bitch though. Yeah. That might be a bit of a haul. <laughs> might be a bit of a haul. <laughs> can you come here? <laughs> Which he probably will, man. Well, like uh, yeah. seminars for sure. Very true. So. Um, so John Wayne Parr, um, can't say enough good stuff about that fella. Rod Tang, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. We spent... Went exactly as I predicted. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. You did call for Rod Tang to finish him though, yeah. I think. Your final call. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Because no, it, it I, went I... exactly yeah. how we thought, I said Demetrius right? Johnson by submission. Round two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he got to the second for sure. But damn, Demetrius Johnson can... I'm much Cover more, up good and take some shots. I'm much more impressed with Demetrius Johnson than I am Rod Tang. Dude, I, I wonder if Rod Tang, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm getting out of my comfort zone here. And by Rod Tang, I mean Demetrius Johnson. Does he have a legitimate shot at a Muay Thai fight against the top five in that division? He hit Rod Tang with some good shit. But you can't run like that and do that. No, no. No, okay. No, you <laughs> shut your mouth. No. <laughs> I haven't looked. I haven't even looked. I'm going to look right now at the division. I don't even know. I know Haggerty's wants a piece, but... It's going to be the same. It'll be the same, and but I don't know if he'll do that one, man, because Demetrius Johnson was shorter than Rotang, and Haggerty's taller than Rotang. That's considerably, true. Considerably, so... Well, and just why? Like, why would Demetrius Johnson have to do another one of those kinds of fights? Besides money, obviously. I mean, money talks. I get money. It. That's why. Money. I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm trying to think, but... But I'm not getting paid to watch them fight, so do the fights I want to see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Send. Give me one sec. I'm just checking up this. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, okay. Take it easy, Jay. What? Because in the top five, you got number five, Elias Mamoudi. Number four, Moncal Pet. Number three, Pen Payek. Number two, Superlek. Number one, Jonathan Haggerty. Okay, okay. Maybe in the top ten? Definitely not top five. It's, he gets smashed by those cats. It's a good thing you said about the running thing, though. That's true. I'm sure he could run like that all day. He wasn't running. I'm not saying he was using, like you said, in very intelligent like dips and footwork right. and but sliding off. But uh, he would eventually get caught with a knee doing stuff like that. Yeah, a full fight, they'd clinch him up and. I tell smash you him. what, I, I am I am so much more interested now in seeing Mighty Mouse fight a Muay Thai fight than anyone else doing stupid mixed rules fight again. Like, I, I'm curious to see how good his Muay Thai is, quote unquote Muay Thai. Yeah, don't say Muay Thai. You know what I mean. Stand, stand up striking. Stand up striking. Stand up striking. Is that how you say it? Uh, but man, that was that was a fun one. And I love that Raw Tang got choked out and was still super pissed about it. Just, <laughs> he was not happy. Good on you, man. That's yeah. That's why you're Raw Tang. <sighs> yeah. Watch out, next yeah. opponent. And you could tell, that, that, and maybe this makes a difference And can you can he hang with the top five? By the way, I take that back. Uh, <laughs> was, yes. Yeah, I take that Good. back. Good. <laughs> um, but Rod Tang didn't have any concern about eating any of his shots at all. Just didn't even like flinch at all on any of them. Like, just come here, little guy. Like, my God, that would have been terrifying having that guy on you. Yeah, yeah, I believe it, man. He was swinging. Um, 
So who do you want Rotang to fight next? Now that the silliness is over, it's been four months too late. I don't care. I think I, I think don't know it, anybody at those weights. Okay, then I'm gonna help you guys out. May, and not just I'm well, not you, I'm, but just everybody. If if there's anything, if I'm gonna make a prediction here, if there's anybody you should watch, I think it's Panpayak Chitmuingnan. I mean, I know he's good, but I think this guy is very underrated. Hey, wait a minute. Did you say Mighty Mouse? You said Mighty Mouse. Yeah. And you want him to fight Pompey? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, Rod Tang. Okay. Yeah. Mighty Mouse, I don't care. Those The Muay Thai weights, sure. Yeah, I know who's yeah, there. I but don't, I don't. I, look, man, I struggle with MMA to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And one MMA. It's it's terrible. Uh, but it's, I mean, no, it's crazy awesome pride rules. They knee in the head and well, stuff. Yeah, you don't get but, to see me as many. I but. It's too much grappling for me. But. I mean, if I'm going to watch MMA, it's going to be UFC. I find uh, um, male MMA is very dominant in the UFC. Female MMA is very dominant in one. Yes. I find they're way better, uh, the females in one, than, than in UFC. Um, so, sorry, Rod Tang. Who you got? I, I don't know. I mean, he's kind of fought everybody in that division. Well, as a Muay Thai fan, I'm like, yo, Rod Tang, you just did this MMA thing. How about you come defend your belt against one of these guys? Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's he's true. the champ. Not Haggerty. Because uh, for the obvious reasons, who do you think? Well, it could be Haggerty. Again? Well, he's in position number one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I just don't think they'd give it to him right away. Yeah, because he just beat Moncal Petty, who was number three. I don't know. Maybe Super Luck, I guess. Oh, he's got, doesn't he have an announcement coming up here or right away? Who? Uh, Haggerty. I think he's like, hey, man, I got one booked. It's coming out. Watch out. I Please don't recall. Are you sure it wasn't Liam Harrison? Maybe it was Liam. Yeah, was my bad. My bad. Liam's like three weeks. But why haven't they said anything? Because they don't have one yet. Huh. A one championship? Yeah, it would have yeah. to be one. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Just I love playing fight speculator. Um, all right. And then uh, who else we got? Well, Nong O. Nong O oh. is the champion. I got That's that it. That's it. Yeah. It's my favorite. He's the best. He's a bad dude, man. Man. He's, the un- he's one of the best ever. He really is, in my opinion. Oh, he's so good, man. He hits so hard. I love his style. Me too. Love it. Yeah, me too. And you know what, man? He is not a traditional Muay Thai style. You're right. He has found some sweet groove. He does not long guard. He shells, but he shells proper. Yep. Yeah, and his kicks. (laughs) Yeah, he just boots the piss out of people. Yeah. His timing's great. He knows when you're on your back foot. And that massive step in. It's like Yod Sunclay, right? Right, yeah. It's yeah. very Yod-esque. Very, yeah, yeah. The timing on his low kicks, like, like he throws him singularly and they, he spins Lobo right around. Like, man, he, the timing is crazy good. Just talking about that big step in body kick. Oh, yeah, yeah. He catches you, like, he goes that in and out thing. And then he, like, fakes on the in so he gets you to kind of disengage. And then he takes a big step and boots you. Longo's so good, man. I, I think he's going to... Go retired here. I know Liam Harrison's calling for a fight uh, with Nongo. Sorry, mate. That one doesn't go your way. No, no. Nongo is too good. I don't know, man. I don't know who he fights, but uh, man, it was a sweet uppercut just on the outside. Man, he threw that beautifully. It looks like Lobo gave him all the respect in the world, though. Yeah, and he was he was starting to get pieced up. I mean, yeah, he was getting hit, but you know, Lobo is capable of doing some gangster shit. Yep. If he was super calm and relaxed, I think he could have. Somebody just before round one. Not beat him, but yeah. giving him some... Somebody might have right before round one said, hey, just remember, you're fighting Nong-O. He shot him. He <laughs> shot him down with everything. Yeah. 
so strong that guy man I really like Nongo I'm a big fan yeah he's the best yeah he's he's really good uh, what was another fight uh, Capitan Pet Yendi <laughs> versus uh, Hiroya uh, Akimoto yeah I yeah. believe so I really like that dude man that was a banger that was that was a banger they Damn. didn't care did they you watch it there and beat the, yeah beat you the hell out of each other that was awesome I love Akimoto it, he his his counters off kicks block and counter with two or three is so automatic it's beautiful. He kind of has that like Japanese style, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. They still like, definitely have a Japanese style. Yeah, yeah, they do. And he's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's the champ. Yep. Captain yep. is the. <laughs> ah! Wow, man! Like, yeah, that was really Just cool. Trades doesn't care. Yeah, at all. I was thinking of that. It's hard to believe that guy used to be Dieselek, like <laughs> the guy everybody just laughed at for the haircut. Yeah, great fight. Five round split. I think it was close. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was a good fun one, man. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of both. Good. Uh, Akimoto has a great kickboxing style. Um, I'd like to see him be champ for a while. I hate seeing these Muay Thai guys be kickboxing champs. I want them. You know, the kickboxers look like kickboxers. Let them. Maybe they want it. They're not. I don't know. Who knows? Where's he from? Is uh, he training at a super gym? Uh, Akimoto. No. Uh, Capitan. Pet Indy, right? Pet yeah, Indy. Pet Indy, yeah. Yeah. And Akimoto trained with uh, Nongo. That'll help you. Did he? He trains out of Evolve, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, so, there's some fairly decent guys over there. Um, now, I think I think that's all that I caught from one so far. I'm, I'm going to watch them all. all, all the kickboxing Muay Thai. I don't care for the MMA. Uh, who else was there worth talking about here? There's, there's Chingiz Alazov and Sidichai. Oh, thank you. I did watch that one as well. I think Ching is all of one. It was close, I guess, but I think just Ching is had just one, maybe like half a gear to a full gear more than yeah. Sitchai. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to say it. His corner is yelling, like, this is the big thing. Be faster. You got to be faster. Yeah. Okay. How? Okay, be better. Do do more moves. Be gooder. Like, that's a, be faster. You can't, that's a hard thing to yeah, do. Ching was just a little bit quicker and. Strung together some nice stuff. Yeah. And I was saying to you too, uh, before the, the kickboxing tournament even started, uh, I didn't know much about Chingiz. And I'm a big fan of his now. I, I've been really watching and paying attention. Just just an absolute banger. He's savage, man. He just goes at you. And listen, I have my fighters I like and dos- like and dislike for my own personal reasons. So if you beat up Sammy Senna, you're on my fan list. Yep. <laughs> Chingiz is now the tournament champion, which... Moves on to fight the winner of Marat Gagorian versus Superbron, which happened. I didn't get to see this fight. Bring it down for us. Yeah, I watched it this morning. How? How? Is it on, is it available? Just like on YouTube. It's like a it's there now? pirate thing, oh, you know? Tell. Yeah. Um, whatever break it down YouTube for pretty. us. Was it, did it go all five? Break it down. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Decision. Superbron got knocked out by Marat Gagorian a few years ago. 2016, I think it was. Or 18. Yeah, 16, 17, somewhere in there. And... Uh, you could tell he did not want anything to do with his hands. He just teeped the piss out of him. Teep, monster, nice low kicks, <clears throat> and pushing off with his jab. <coughs> just an intelligent fight. Superbon throws those rear knees so nicely, man. Like that little spear yeah. just above the hip. Like it almost, He probably it, hits a lot of hip. but it, it almost looks like his knee is behind him when he throws it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it should be further out in front of him. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's got a nice pop on it. Obviously, this guy's technique is so unbelievable but yeah. is his body frame part of it like all his kicks are high he doesn't lean back much like he's got the 
those weird crazy hips man oh man. i don't know how he throws a round kick and then like all of a sudden his knees out right crazy flexible hips it's like uh, bj penn in his guard kind of stuff right yeah it's exactly. crazy weird like that um so was Murat Gregorian able to get any hands on him at all? Yeah, I mean, he, he hit him with some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just uh, Superbron did a fantastic job of shutting him down. All five rounds, just keep him all away. All five, and then scored points when he needed to. With those knees, you know, pushed very, like, uh, Petrosian-esque, you know. Okay. It was yeah. very Petrosian-y. Huh. Interesting. It, you know, it, that's a good way to see it. I kind of see him turning into that a little bit. It was beautiful, man. Just keep that knee. He pivot off. Dang, He'd eh? throw a hook or a cross, score a point, really kick the leg, move, keep him away, keep him away. There you go. Kind of like you said earlier, like a, a Muay Thai guy finding a hybrid style of, of making it work for kickboxing. That's awesome. I, that's why like, I would love to see... Petrosian's going to fight him again. He has to. Yeah. Petrosian's fighting, coming up on his own thing. Petrosian Mania? What a great name. Petrosian Mania. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, that's a great name. Yeah. Um, Is that the name of his gym, too? Petrosian Mania? I hope so. I don't That's know. That's great. But anyways, uh, yeah, it is great. That's a great but name. I'd love to see them do five rounds like that. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if that one would go five rounds. Have Gregorian Two and Petrosian like fought? Uh, I don't know. You brought up that crazy stat that I one did. time. Yeah. All those fights, who's fought who, but I don't think so. Well, then I would like to see them fight before he gets right back into a title fight. Well... Um, uh, Chingiz is in the way. He's got to fight Superbon now because Superbon defended his title. Okay, that's true. How do you think that fight goes? Superbon and Chingiz Alazov. I think Superbon can shut him down. Yeah. Yep. I just don't have anything to get past those legs right now. He's the cheap and the round kick both. It was freaking beautiful, man. I have to really watch that. Very smart. Very Petrosian. Just like a Thai Petrosian. Huh. Crazy. Uh, and, uh, uh, what other fights are we missing here? Uh... Nikki Damn. Holtzkin, I saw. Yeah, Nikki Holtzkin fought, uh, I guess that's Setsukorn's brother. Oh, is it? I think so, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, he's pretty good, man. That looked pretty good. Looked, looked a little, um, hmm, what, do you, what do you call it? He's a bit awkward. Awkward style. It definitely wasn't yeah. very Thai-looking Muay Thai. It was a Muay Thai fight. Yeah, sat him down, Holtzkin down. No, he, he dropped him, man. Yep. Sure dropped him hard, it. overhand yeah. right. Yeah, sure did, man. Um. Nicky Holtzkin can't have too much left in the tank, I would imagine. He's got that really good, like, that lift high kick right after a spinning back kick or spinning hook kick. He smashed John Wayne Parr with it. So he does one of the, like, can't remember which way it goes. He either goes spinning back kick or hook kick mm -hmm. and then comes back to, like, a just lift high lead kick. With the same leg? Oh, opposite leg. Opposite leg. So, like, like a spinning right kick, come back to your stance. Oh, yeah, I recall Lift that, your yeah. lead leg. Or it's high kicked, spinning back kick. He's got those two down, man. Hmm. And he throws them in succession, and it's like. It's old school karate. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's the back kick to the high kick. Because yeah. the high kick dropped Jamie, John Wayne Parr. I remember right. John Wayne Parr ate that kick, too. He's like, oh shit. And then Bang. high kick. You're which right. makes sense because you get them to go like that. Cheeky. Try that tonight in Spar. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one stuck out. I'm like, oh, I've seen that a couple times now. Stem Fairtex, Angela Lee MMA fight. Um, Stamps just cannot beat Angela Lee. I don't think. I just. just grappling too good, I guess. Yep. 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 Um, sorry, I just don't have the fights in front of me. Any other fights for that one? Uh, I'm sure we're missing a couple. Yeah. No worries. I, I want to watch them anyway. I want to watch, sit down, watch these properly, and break them down again. Uh, okay. 
Um, okay, well, let's uh, leave that alone real real quick, I guess. Um, should we move on to student of the podcast in our top three? Let's do it. Let's do it, buddy. All right. My student of the podcast is Eason. Eason is my tiny tiger. Doesn't say anything. And to be honest, I was wondering if he was getting tired of doing class. Uh, and all of a sudden, we just started working on power punching. And I immediately asked how old this kid was because I want to book him a fight right now. <laughs> that kid smashes like bags and pads and everything. Wow. Um, I, I was talking to his uh, mom or dad about it, sorry, and just said, no, he likes it just fine. He's just a quiet kid. I'm like, oh, great. But I swear if he punches a kid in the face, you're going to the principal's office, that's for sure. <laughs> it's crazy seeing a four, five, six-year-old <clears throat> that can turn on their hips and like it, yeah, follow through on a punch. Yeah, it's like, so rare, goodness. but it's so cool. So It's well, so cool. Well done, Eason. I thought you were kind of getting near the end here, but... Well done, man. Let's let's book you a fight. One how championship. Long's, how long has he been around? Oh, probably like three or four months. Okay. But cool. Anyway, what about yours, pal? Uh, my student is Bella. Bella. Beast came, mode. Beast mode Bella. She came to uh, maybe a 10, 11-year-old girl. She came to class the other day, and Darren, her big brother, was like, you got to tell Crew Cruz a story. I'm like, oh, what's up, Bella? Uh-oh. She's like, so we had Taekwondo unit at gym. And the instructor was getting going around, getting everyone to like reverse punch his stomach. She folded him. Yeah. She folded him, and he, I guess, for like a couple of seconds, was keeled over, like, huh, huh. I don't care what Marshall. Bella, you do. get student podcast every <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was so, like, Bella hits freaking hard, man. Okay. Like, okay. she hits abnormally hard for a 10, 11 year old girl. Okay. Oh, well, good for but you. But she can sit. On a punch, but it's just funny because like you can see this Taekwondo guy yeah. going like, you know, I know these kids can't punch. They're probably hitting with their wrists and stuff. And then here comes Bella. Oh, yeah. Okay. She probably dropped down like this too and went, Ki-yay! <laughs> yeah. How often do you ever get to throw like a punch from not from your face from down here? Sink it in. And I bet he wasn't ready for that, man. And wow. Awesome. Bella. No. She does hit hard. It's really cool. I will never be anywhere where a 10 and 11 year old will ever drop me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Taekwondo, Kung Fu, I don't care. Never will I ever show an Oh, that Taekwondo's not getting invited back. <laughs> Gym teacher's like, are you kidding me? Hey, where do you train? Let me call your teacher. You, Taekwondo guy, you fired. But you know what, man? I hope every single kid in that class saw that, and it spread like wildfire throughout the hallways. If Bella gets picked on, she doesn't anymore. Yeah, there you go. She folded a grown man. They'll blast you one, yeah, with a black belt and a uniform. Yeah, good for her. And yeah, that's woman power. I mean, even for her, probably like... Holy shit, I can drop a man. I just, yeah, I hope everyone saw that. And I hope she doesn't get bullied, but if she does. Well, and hopefully she realizes it too, right? Like, not just like, ha I dropped him, but like, I got some mustard in here. Uh, I don't know Bella all that well. You know, we don't hang out. Sure. That's good. That's good to know. <laughs> That's good to know. Good to know. But uh, I'm pretty sure she was just like, oh, yeah. And then I went and had my sandwich. Yeah, like. <laughs> I guess. Why would you think any different as an 11-year-old? Well, not that, but she's just, she was raised in a martial arts gym. That's true. She's been coming That's since true. four or Another five, day in right? the office. She's That's here true. just as much as Darren. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, good for you, Bella. Boom! Um, there you go. All right, man. Let's move on to our top three. So my uh, my top three to you, I, and I was just driving home last night. I was the passenger not driving, so therefore not distracted driving. And uh, um, I just, just came to me. Uh, what are the three hardest techniques that you teach to students? Like, like, I don't mean like double backflip tornado kick. 
I mean just three techniques that man, yeah. you just they just over and over again students cannot grasp. Uh, a hook. Which one? Lead hook, man. Lead hook. It's, it's the hardest punch to teach, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. Jab and cross, pretty standard, and they vary. <clears throat> but if you can get good pop on it, it's whatever. But like figuring out your body in unison yep. to use your hip and shoulder. Yep. Hook is really hard, man. Yep. Some people pick up on it right away. It's like 50 50. You eat. You're either going to have to work on it. Everyone needs to work on it. But like you get that turn the right motion. away or you don't get that turn right, right away. And what what do you find when people don't get the turn? So maybe for those listening for the lead left hook, what do you find is the number one thing you have to try to correct people? They don't get their elbow up enough. It's a Muay Thai hook. So it has to be longer. It can't be that tight little boxer hook. Yeah, It can be in situations, but generally you want a nice long hook. So getting your elbow up and then not just like Looping your arm, making right. a hook with your arm, you right? Know? Like reach out and. I find, uh, yeah, I, I find that too. But I also find that comes uh, in coincide with uh, they just they put they like a cross. They keep all their weight on their front leg, so their back heels up, so they cannot pivot their hip or their foot or their knee. Like you gotta transfer yeah. your weight back, and that's gotta be the number one thing I yell at people. Or whipping it because they don't really have weight on their left leg, and they kind of spin. Yep, that's true. Knees, straight knee is tough to teach, man. Yeah, it is tough. Um, finding that range with your hip and like putting it all together with the lean back and that drive with the hip. And no one. Now, I know this is a aesthetics thing, pointing your foot downwards when you knee, like trying to touch your heel to your bum. Mm -hmm. Toes to the floor. But the tighter your foot is to your bum, the more of a spear you get. Mm-hmm which equals a better knee. That's right. Not every knee, but some knees that we throw, for yep. sure. Yeah. Like like a bed of nails, right? Make the surface point as small as possible. No one points their foot. I have to say that more than hands up. When they knee? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I yell at everyone. Ah! You can't be on my Instagram if you don't point your toes. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't let you be on any magazine or anything but if you don't point your toes. It's not just for the looks. Right. Yeah, the knees look good. But a lazy foot equals a lazy leg, which yep. means, which tells lazy me hip. your heel's too far away from your hamstring. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Tighten that sucker up and right. stab it in. Right. When, lazy when you, foot equals lazy knee. When you when you flex your toes, or I guess not flex, when you pull back, right? So like a front kick, your bot, your 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 muscles naturally want to straighten your leg. When you pull your toes down, you naturally want to tuck your leg under. So for a knee, point your toes. Your yep. body naturally wants to go that way. Yeah. Yeah, good call. And then um, I kind of misread yours, I guess. <clears throat> and I took more of a concept. Nah, I don't care. Read it however yeah. you want. But range, yeah. sparring, and even on pads. No, like, that, no, no, that's a technique. I get it. That like, is hard to teach. Like, okay, so we go jab, cross, round kick. New people, I totally get it because you're just being told what to do. Yep. Punch, punch, kick. But people that have been around a while, like jab, cross. And if I move back, why are you throwing your kick? Right. And spinning around. Right. <laughs> I moved back. Get closer. <laughs> um, I agree. Uh, what else? Like, um, and just sparring. Like, why are you throwing that? Like, I'm not even standing there. Right. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I know that does come with experience, but it's definitely an experience thing. I guess. I guess that's this third one could be a little bit yeah. more advanced. If if I'm being more cynical, 
and simple because of with my experience it does frustrate me but it, I'm, I, this is definitely looking through the world with black belt eyes um like just when you stand in front of people and i just want to yell at them when you're, you're just squaring up like do you do you know i can hit you right now and they're like i didn't even think about that like you didn't think about where you can and cannot be hit like that's a that's a big thing yeah like, and i understand that by centimeters i know exactly where i can and can't yeah. get hit but that does come with experience so your top three were range, left hook, knee, straight knees. Lead hook, yeah. Lead hook, sorry. Uh, I also think straight knees are tough, even for me and middle-aged men, the hip flexor. As you get older, it's tight on that hip flexor on the bottom leg. So males especially tend to want to round their knees to take some weight off that hip flexor. I don't. The long knee. Look at Superbon. You, you had good straight knees. Broke my damn rib. Uh, yeah, straight knees, man. That, that's, where, that's where it's at. Um, my top three, number one, left hook. Lead hook. It's lead tough, hook. man. Yeah, it really is. Learning to generate power or they don't use their right shoulder, you know, like uh, to generate power. I guess that's another big people, big one people miss out. Eh? They don't get that quick little rotation first. Right. And then when, with that mixed with the not turning of the lead foot, so what you actually get is a jab that goes way to the right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's basically, yeah. yeah, an angle jab. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's tough. Um, that's a tough one to teach. Um, number two, rear body hook. Everybody hurts their hands or wrist on the rear body hook because they don't turn enough. So, and the demonstration I always give is is like the wrist when you land your punch. You're like, oh yeah, that looks great. But then I take this arm position. You guys can't see this. I take this arm position and straighten it. Look at my hand. Like, like that's stupid. Yep. Right. Like that's a broken wrist. Right. And so when they see that their hand is really cocked, they're like, oh yeah, that doesn't work. And they punch with their thumb like towards the floor. Oh god. Rear hooks and stuff. Yeah. 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 That that's a tough one for injury prevention and the switch kick oh good call i oh, should have said that there's yeah. so many moving parts in that thing for new people that it's tough like the switch kick's a pain in the ass i don't even teach people right away a switch kick just lift or, or step. step through step up kick yeah just the upper body has to coordinate with the lower body and it's just it's tough any any oh here car horn car any insights on those at all those my top three um yeah, we touched on the hook. Uh, what switch kick and what was the other one? Uh, right body, rear body, rear body hook. Yeah, I actually don't teach the rear body hook a whole lot. I will, but it's not a little risky for Muay Thai in the mix. Yeah, risky for Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, you gotta throw up more of an uppercut. I like to say start like a hook and then finish like an uppercut. But my body got in the way, so your fist couldn't follow through. I got you. That's a good way to look at it. Throw an uppercut, but I was just too close. That's a good way to figure to not go up. That's a good way to fake a rear body hook to an actual uppercut, too. Absolutely. Just follow up the center line. Dang. I'll try that tonight, too. And uh, the switch kick, you just got to... Uh, you have to keep your feet on train tracks when you switch, and your switch should be short. Turn your bottom foot. And you need to not change your upper body. Like, if I'm in my stance, gotcha. my upper body shouldn't right. twist at all right. when I switch kick. Right, yep. And to add one more point. Detail. My elbow. Right, elbow if over. It's gonna opposite be my left knee. kick. Switch it to the back. Right, my left, left knee over opposite knee. Left elbow over opposite knee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, believe because that, that that's that's how you keep your body from not twisting, right? Right, and produce that whip motion. And then you got the long arm for the kick. Right, but we just mentioned ten moving parts of that kick. <laughs> and no one can see anything. Right, it's tough. It, but I mean, it's just tough to to learn. You know, you 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 remember one. You know how you get better. Get your reps in. Practice. Kick some stuff, yo. As my old karate instructor from Oklahoma says, which is where I met you, 
Got to put the miles on it. Got to put the miles on it. Got to put the miles on it. <laughs> that is a dead Got to put the miles say. on it. Yeah. You want to get better? Got to put the miles on it. Get the miles on it. All right, man. Um, my top three to you. What were your top three? Um, I don't remember the actual question. Yeah, you silly goose. You already asked me. Oh, I did. My top three to you. I'm sorry. Your top three to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your top three Muay Thai World Cup fights since we're fresh off that you have either seen or called. Bam, number one is you. Um, listen, Jake and Quinn, these guys had a lot of people, but that crazy like 300 style foot stomping thing when you came out uh, for your fight was something else. 300 person. You know, like oh yeah, okay, sorry, the sorry. The shield. Yeah, like that foot stomp thing was crazy, man. Like me and Mike looked at each other like, oh my God, are you, like that's pretty wild, man. Uh, that was my favorite. Number two, Eric Rocha versus Kyle Messenger. Not because any of the sweet techniques I did or like the win. Just Oh, no, out. just the entrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like that, like uh, Michael Fitzpatrick said, that was his his best like like Thai-style fight uh, on North American soil. Yeah, man, if you... It feels good to have a proper Muay Thai fight right. when you, when and you want to do one. Always wanted to take pride in that is look good when you do Muay Thai. Yeah. You know, look good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and number three would be... Uh, oh, sorry. What was number two? Uh, Kyle Messenger versus Eric Rocha right, that we right. called on the last Muay Thai World Cup. And uh, from September, um, we're going to rematch. Remember? Uh, <gasps> Hope Quinn. Oh, nice. And uh, Stephanie Quigg. I got real excited for that one. But let me tell you why. And and, and, and and I don't mean any disrespect from it, but Hope came off uh, you know big fight in the summertime there uh, with Stephanie, Stephanie Good. Good, yep. right? Yep. And you know had good momentum. And Steph has been pretty quiet. Um over the last few years I wasn't even sure she was fighting anymore to be honest and I fully assumed that that uh, Steph was going to put up a good fight and that Hope would win but I saw a Steph that really did think and really tried to win and so because of that and I don't mean any disrespect at all um, it made it one hell of a goddamn fight it was great it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then, like I said in the ring, there Steph has been in on a on a tear ever since then. Like she clearly wants that fight again, man. Um, so listen, Steph, I'm not doubting you. Or I didn't say I thought you were done. I just it was quiet. You know how it is. And what, um, obviously, Hope was active in training and stuff that we could see on the old social media. But there you go, social media. Sweet. Lied to us. So that was a really fun fight. Those are my top three. You I'm excited for that rematch? Too. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Can't wait. And I hear that's for a title as well. Oh, WBC Canadian title. Snap. All right, man. Rapid shout-outs for us? Hey, I'll give you my top three. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry, sir. I'm getting good. ahead of myself here. It's all good. Uh, Yeah, Eric and Kyle, for sure. That was a good one. It's just so much fun. You're like, look at these guys being yeah. that close. And honestly, man, I haven't seen a whole lot of Muay Thai World Cup fights. I haven't been to all the events, except for the one I fought on and then this last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the one before. Oh, and the one we called. Sorry, of course. Um, I was going to say Mark versus the German guy, or not the German, sorry, the uh, Italian, but it wasn't much of a fight. Yep. Didn't last long enough. It was fun. Great performance. Yep. It was fun to cheer and stuff. But I'm going to go with mine too, man. Not because of the fight at all, just the whole thing. Yeah. It's been the first Muay Thai World Cup, first WBC belt. Yeah, just hometown giant show, as a pro like that was. Yeah, that's true. Crossing things off my list like in one night. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. 
That was a great show. Done and done. Dusted. And then, yeah, last Saturday. Just, that I'd say good. Quinn versus Tyson, but uh, Jake's fight was just awesome, man. When he was on the rope there and everybody was cheering, man, that, was a, that place erupted. Yeah. And that was huge. That was good. No, it was a fantastic fight, man. I never was like, what are you doing? Yeah, right. Stop doing that. Or it was all just, yeah, the remote control, you know? Yep. Like, yeah, as Kiyoshi Gary said, it. yeah, it's nice when the controller's working in your hands. The controller was <laughs> A, A, B, down, backwards, boom, boom, boom. That's it. Trigger. That was great, man. Was it was it relief now it's over? Did it, does it feel any different? Like, are you happy that it's over with? Or because you know, it's you, another day. You didn't. You don't put yourself in sort of the mental space of camp with with Jake. You know, like. Uh no, because I don't have to run and shit. Not <laughs> true. Not the truth. Um, no, I quite enjoy not having that stress right now. Being at the weigh-ins sucked for me. No, no, didn't suck for me. But uh, it kind of put me to like like. Oh, look at these guys. <laughs> I don't miss this. Yeah. You just came from a bath. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a bag of four liters of water. Yeah. And I know how fast that's going. Even, uh, uh, who's that Italian guy fighting here? He just got robbed. It sounded like on a Muay Thai fight. Matias, you know, the Italian guy? Cassario? From here? No. He's you fighting said from here? Oh. Mat- yeah, Mat- he comes from Seven Cassario? Gym or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, even him, you know, you talk about dieting and stuff. I see on his Instagram, somebody was eating a bunch of food or whatever. And he's like, God, I just want to be fat. I hate dieting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to be fat. But, um, it's part of it. Yep. That's it. You want to be an elite athlete comes with, that's a 24 hour day job. All right, man. Um, rapid shout outs. Yep. Shout out to my watchdogs. They're training hard every single. So last Saturday was an optional practice because these kids have fights coming up. So I figured those two would show up. Mm-hmm. No. Every single one. Good. And the parents driving them like so. And they got a test. They got a. No, that wasn't. Tomorrow is. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I'll see you guys at the stairs. Oh. oh. And. uh, I hate those stairs. My puppers. Yep. Yep. We can do 5Ks on leash now. Oh, nice. Oh, boy. Yep. Although when it gets too hot, it won't be good. But yeah, he was awesome. I was nervous to take him that long. How come? Just the craziness? Being a puppy, you know, wandering around, getting distracted? No, not that. Just like laying down, like I'm done, and I'm like way down the tr- right wherever I am, and be like, ah, damn it, now I gotta walk back. And you're on like City of Calgary Instagram carrying a dog because he's too tired. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, he's in great shape. Like he goes on hikes with us and stuff. But I was just curious how he'd do on a run. But yeah, hey man, it was we almost, could do five k. It was almost a year ago. We went on that hike to Powderface. When are we gonna do that again? Whenever you want. I like that. Right, let's do that again soon. I didn't have the dog, or I did, and yeah, he was just Jake. a fresh puppy. Yeah, I brought Jake along on that one. Yeah. Not Peacock, my sister's yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, lab. You, know, you didn't bring. Come here, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> shout out to Alone. Alone, you talk, oh, you talking to yeah. me about it before, and I finally found it on Amazon, and it's I'm hooked to that show, man. It's yeah. great, great show, crazy. I couldn't get enough of it. I, I f- you just find yourself like watching it, and you're like, "Could I do that? Do you think you could do that? I, How long would you last? Exactly. Like, I love that. Come on. I just cut weight. I could handle a few days. I can go with that water. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. That's all you're talking to your missus on the couch. Okay. Yeah, Chris. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. There's this, season two. The guy called in the first day because he like heard some bears or something. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> he, yeah. was, he was there for like 10 minutes. Yeah. He was like, he saw some bear sign. I think it was like two hours, two, three hours. I'm out. That's a hike. <laughs> I'm out. The boat wasn't even out of sight before he Turn came. around. That's hilarious. That would be me. 
Um, for me, you know what I love about that show is uh, the second you touch down on the ground, it's a sh- you start watching them deteriorate. The second they touch down, it's just deterioration. It's so crazy, man. Like, because obviously when we were cutting weight and stuff, we're not doing strenuous activity. Yeah. But yeah, five days in and they're like dragging a piece of wood and they're like, oh, I got to sit down. I'm like, yeah. you think about it, I'm like five days without much food. Proper water, sleep. I don't think water was ever an issue on the show. No, God, rain nonstop. Yeah, but... Well, um, some places. Yeah, everyone. But it's crazy to see the evolution of the show, man. People just get harder and harder. Yep. You learn a ton by watching the show. Yep. And then you have that date, or that day, first guy, first season, 54 days or whatever. That's peanuts compared to later seasons. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hundreds of days. Yeah. Insane. That's crazy. It's funny like to pushing think pushing a year. Yeah, well, it's funny to think these guys all oh, I got a plan for a year, and then like two days or two weeks later, there's like four left. <laughs> yeah, it's a hardened show, man. Big fan. Um, so yeah, alone. shout yeah. out to alone. Shout out to alone. It. All right. You. I got a shout out to uh, Eric Rocha just for uh, commentating beside me. I thought that was really fun. Uh, now shout out to Quinn uh, Wozlik, Wozlak, whatever you said. Um, Wozlik. Wozlik. Thank you. Uh, here's why. So. Word on the street, as far as I knew, Mark McKinnon was going to be beside me commentating when Eric Rocha was going to be in the corner for one of the pro fights. And I went and found my friend Mark, who maybe had one or two wobbly pops. And uh, he was just like, what? I'm like, you got to come and sit down and commentate. And he was like, I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. And just kind of ignored me. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to. Awesome. <laughs> so he was talking to Quinn. I'm like, Quinn, I need somebody. Uh, can you come and sit down? And Quinn was literally like, <laughs> and I continued on. I'm like, no, man. Like, I need somebody. Like, Serious? Like, I need someone right now for this fight, man. I need another guy. And he was like, are you serious? Like, you just kept, Quinn, right now. So he came and did, and did a great job, man. He was fun. and Awesome. He cracked a beer. Yeah, everybody keeps bringing him beers and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, so shout out to you, Quinn, man. That was that was fun. See, that's like the, that's the fun shit after a fight. Yeah. When you're walking around the crowd, people are like slapping you in the back, and you get to do cool shit like that. Like, yeah, everyone's proud of you. And you just feel so good. It's over. You're on top of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um. I want to give a shout-out to the shout-out podcast table. That was at the fights. I just appreciate everybody for coming. I hope you guys had fun. They got a good seat, man. Sure when the it. fighters walked out. Yep, yep. Scott McPhail said he got a nod from every fighter because he made sure. Oh, yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, the McPhail way. Um, shout-out to my wife. It was her birthday this week, so shout-out to you, Mrs. Shout-out podcast. Um, <laughs> and I guess that's that, man. Um, anything else? Love you, buddy. All right, love you too, man. And uh, we didn't get to it, but hey, really quick on the rumor mill, but we'll get to it next day. Oh, shit. Uh, Mosfidal got arrested for slapping Covington in a restaurant, and Will Smith slapped somebody else as well. All right, Peace. guys. Talk to you later. It's time for the show.